the Lightning Process podcast. Using the tools of the mind-body connection for health and happiness. And a very warm welcome from me, your host, Dr. Phil Parker. Today's episode is all about chronic pain and tinnitus. If you're unfortunate enough to suffer with one of these conditions, you'll know just how difficult it can be to live with. And I'm sure you'd be really interested to know that the lightning process has been extraordinarily effective for people with chronic pain, including the very serious condition of fibromyalgia and the related condition of tinnitus. There's a few things we need to discuss about pain to understand how the lightning process can help it. One of the strangest things about pain is that when we have it, let's say in our shoulders, that's where we feel it and that's where it feels like it is. But science says that's not quite true. Actually, the pain is really in the brain. And the reason we know this is those poor unfortunate soldiers who come back from war zones without limbs can still feel pain in the part of them they don't even have anymore. This is called phantom limb pain. So there they're experiencing pain in an area of their body that doesn't even exist anymore, and yet they still have pain. And this tells us that pain is, in fact, in our neurology, in our brain. When we tread on a pin, we have pain that comes as a result of that injury. And after a few moments, it starts to subside. Chronic pain is when the pain's been sitting around for a few months and not going. And in many cases of chronic pain, the original injury has now gone. And what we're left with is almost like an echo of that experience running through our system. And this is why tinnitus has been included here too. Recent research has suggested that tinnitus and pain are managed by the same areas of our brain. And although it's not exactly the same, it has many similarities in that a small signal a little noise, or in many cases of tinnitus, no noise at all, triggers the experience of the symptoms. It's almost as though our systems have been put on high alert on a hair trigger and the tiniest sensation can trigger a huge response. So what we're looking at in terms of pain, chronic pain, fibromyalgia and tinnitus is a neurological system that's a little bit like an alarm system that's got a fault in it. It triggers and trips for no reason. Or for example, with an alarm, when just a fly buzzes through the house, the alarm triggers. And at this point we can see the purpose of the alarm was to keep us safe. Now it's actually not functioning properly and it's causing us trouble. Naturally, these kind of issues are quite difficult to deal with with modern medicine. Medicine is very interested in what is causing a problem. So we can find a bacteria, we can give you some antibiotic to kill it. But what if your symptoms and your pain are caused by nothing, a kind of glitch in the machinery? What do we do then? There's nothing to remove. We can't throw lots of drugs at you just to sedate your whole nervous system because that would just hit everything. So what do we do? Well, that's why medicine has found this quite a difficult thing to resolve. We need something that's much more fine-tuned. We need something that's appropriate and something you can use moment by moment to start to get those pathways doing what they should be doing. Now, you remember neuroplasticity, the idea the more you use a pathway, the stronger it gets. Well, it's so clear that this is what's going on 
in chronic pain, fibromyalgia and tinnitus, in that some pathways have just got so turned on, so used, so strong, that now they're just firing all the time, often for no good reason. The solution then has to be finding a way to settle those pathways down, to reroute the signals so they go through better healthy pathways, so they normalize function. And as a result of practicing retraining your brain in this way, switching off the pain and replacing it with health, relaxation, energy, hopefulness and excitement about the future. And that's exactly what the lightning process teaches you to do. Here's some stories from our case books of people who've done exactly that. As you listen to these stories, notice what's similar about you and them. They may not be identical twins and have everything the same as you, but I'm sure you hear something in their stories that strikes a chord about what's going on in your life. And ask yourself, well, if they could do that, what could I achieve? Hi, my name's Ellie and I've had fibromyalgia for over 25 years. I was diagnosed in 1991. It came on severely after the birth of my second son in 1989. And at that point I had a three-year-old as well. And I used to have to carry the baby upstairs on my knees. So it was quite bad then for about four years. And I had a lot of physio and acupuncture, various other treatments to try and become well again. After four years, I was able to go back to work part-time. And I worked then for about 10 years part-time, aware that I still got fibromyalgia, but was able to manage it and cope with the symptoms that they were far easier to deal with at that point. And then 15 years ago, I crashed really badly. I'd had a period of quite severe stress for about a year, 18 months. It got to the point where I really was struggling to walk at all. And in fact, I literally just shuffled for two years. I couldn't, I couldn't work. I had to stop working, which I found very distressing because I liked my job. So then my aim of the day was to be able to try and cook a meal for my children and my, and my husband and to try and get to the news agents to buy a newspaper to do the crossword, to try and keep my brain going and so on. But it was it was really the worst episode ever. And as I say, I could barely walk. The fatigue was completely off the scale, nothing that I'd ever experienced before. I just spent most of my life in bed. It was very, very tough. So it took several years before things started to have any sign of improvement. And I think accepting my illness was a good step forward, actually. And then year by year, there was little improvements and then steps back. I had things like severe vertigo at you know at some point. Um, I had all the symptoms that you can get with fibromyalgia, in fact. Hyperglycemia, rashes blisters, dry eyes, dry mouth, just so many different things going on. But I always actually tried really hard not to use medication of any kind. And I relied on my homeopath and my osteopath for years. 
So I've just kept improving still bit by bit. And I'm always someone who's always pushed myself to do things that I want to do. I love going to concerts. I love doing mad, crazy things. But, you know, I would do them and then, of course, would crash and pay for it afterwards. But at least I'd done those things in May 2015, this year, six months ago. I went to see Brenda Cameron, my lightning process practitioner. I had seen her, I think in March, give a talk about lightning process. And she really inspired me. And so did the other people there who were talking about their experiences of the lightning process. And once I'd read the introduction... I was just filled with hope and full of excitement for doing the course. So I'll never forget on the very first day that I did the course, the 6th sixth of May. I saw Brenda and I went for a long walk afterwards. And it was the first time I'd done that in weeks. And bearing in mind also, I'd actually driven to Whitstable from my home, which was over an hour And that was something I hadn't done in over 15 years. I also (laughs) stayed up late that night, which is not a big thing to most people. But for me, I was in bed by seven o'clock nearly every single night and then would struggle to wake up by nine o'clock the next day. So I stayed up late and then I was up really early the next morning and went for another walk, which was just fantastic. Anyway, so over the course of the next two days, I just kept improving and was walking more and more and just felt amazing. And I thought, I haven't got fibromyalgia anymore. I'm, I'm over it. So now it's been six months and I've just done so much. I've been dancing at the Isle of Wight Festival. I've been climbing hills. I walk every single day. That is something I'm loving, being with nature first thing in the morning, surrounded by countryside. I'm just loving that with my dog. I know now I can do whatever I want, whenever I want to. And it's just fantastic. I met Emma, who talks us through her experience of the lining process in a crowded hall in New Zealand. So there's a bit of a background noise as she tells her story. But her story of recovery from a series of serious illnesses is so fascinating and inspiring that it's worth listening to it, even though there is a little bit of background noise. I was housebound for about a good four years, bedbound for several months. Um, if I left the house, it was only to go to hospital for a ketamine morphine grip. 38 pain pills a day and still excruciating pain. Um, I was diagnosed with creps, pots, fatigue, um, IBD. I had my large intestine removed. Not very nice times. I was a genius at doing unwell and now I'm a genius at wellness. I study full time, I work part time and I'm going on a trip to Nepal to rescue um, animals for a month. The next case is from Sarah who had fibromyalgia. Hello, my name is Sarah and I would like to share my experience of the lightning process, having been well for nine years now. I had fibromyalgia during my mid-30s and was very unwell for around two and a half years. Most of that time I was housebound. I would say certainly the last few months of the illness I was really mainly in bed, unable to do very much for myself. 
experienced um, pain, muscular pains, joint pain, headaches and overwhelming fatigue. I couldn't really bear the TV or radio on for prolonged periods of time, let alone socialise. So, as you know, it was very isolating. And I suffer bouts of depression, having lost my job. Um, and at times it felt pretty hopeless. I couldn't find any hope of the cure, certainly through the NHS. And yet I remained positive and determined that I would come through this. I'd heard snippets, um, I think, on the radio about the lightning process and obviously you hear of um, various alternative therapies but it's very difficult to know uh, which way to turn, what to try with very little funding when you're not working. But um, I eventually spoke to a friend of a friend who'd had some amazing results with the lightning process um, and had really recovered from her ME and was getting back to work, so I was quite excited by that. I read up the um, on the testimonials on the website. I spoke to another lady who'd been ill for 40 years and then recovered from ME um, with the lightning process. So I decided that whatever these people had done to achieve those results, I was going to make it work for me. So I booked on the course. Um, it was quite overwhelming and quite frightening considering the journey, let alone doing a three-hour course, but I had great support, practitioner um, was very understanding and worked really hard at the steps that I was given. It was fascinating and yet at the same time I thought, is this really going to help me? Am I really going to get well through this? But by the second morning I was out walking, uh, really for the first time, and then that evening I was able to stay up, chat to friends on the phone and watch television. And by the third day of the course, I was really building up my walking and obviously practising the lightning process and the steps I've been taught at home, working really hard at it. And I just went from strength to strength at walking, started to socialise. Within a week of the process, I was out doing my Christmas shopping and my only problem was getting blisters because I hadn't walked for so long. Um, it was a, I really enjoyed the journey. I always remember the first time I drove my car again was particularly magical. Some days I had to work harder and do more of the process perhaps than other days. Um, but it was an absolutely fantastic journey getting my life back again. I was able to start some part-time work um, and then I built up, I was kind to myself and built up gradually to full-time. My career is better now than it was before. Return to full fitness and I really don't have any of the issues that occurred before. I still use the lightning process, uh, more so during periods of stress. But I don't find it evasive or overly time consuming and the results are still fantastic. I've used some of the downloads on Phil Parker's website um, over the last couple of years and found those really useful, perhaps just as a refresher or just seeing something that's really interesting. I know I'll always use the lightning process, it'll always be part of my life. I'd recommend it to anybody with the ME fibromyalgia type issues. Um, it literally gave me my life back and I hope it carries on helping more and more people in the future. These are just a handful of the thousands of cases we've seen over the last 25 years of people getting changes with these kind of conditions. 
And there are so many more of these stories. If you just go to YouTube, there's a wealth of them there. Search for Phil Parker and the Lightning Process. In future episodes, we'll be looking at some of the other conditions that we commonly see. And if you have questions about any condition that we haven't mentioned, then do get in touch, phil at philparker.org. And we'll see what we can do to find some cases from our records that fit with the issues that you're currently dealing with. The Lightning Process Podcast. Using the tools and the mind-body connection for health and happiness. If you'd like to know more, please visit us at lightningprocess.co.uk.